Season 3, Episode 16, The Lure. Jude, hi. Oh, you're in there. When did you move? Oh, sorry, I didn't think. Hey, come here. How are you going? Not good, really, Sophie. She was my best friend, and now she's gone in the most horrible way. It's not fair. She never hurt anyone. Yeah, I know. It's the good ones that get the bad deals. I really liked her too. She was so bubbly and positive. I didn't know about her parents though. They sound like dicks. Yes, the father in particular didn't like him. I told him that it takes a real man to do drag. But once a bigot, always a bigot, right? The worst thing was we were planning to do a party and she had a new show. I'd been making some of the costumes and we had a cool new look. So I know this is really upsetting, but I need to run through some questions. I'm not sure. How can I help? Well, the one thing I have learnt from working with Alex and Sharrow is that it's the smallest things that matter in the end. Trivial little things that at first don't seem important, but then they prove crucial. It's what makes the detective gig so interesting. I hear that you and Shara are a thing nowadays. I didn't know you liked girls. When did that happen? I didn't know really either, Jude. But there's something about her. Look, I may be stating the obvious, but just because I was born in the wrong body, that doesn't mean my sexuality is connected to my gender. Sophie, duh, it's transgenderism. 101, of course. Who do you take me for? Well, possibly someone who's not certain about who they are. Oh, you got that right, sister. Besides, I always thought you would swing both ways. To be honest, I always knew I was fairly flexible. It's the person that counts for me. You of all people should know. We can't just flick a switch and choose how we're wired. Well, I would have serious words with your electrician. You're definitely wired all wrong. Thank you, but as you know, I'm just wired for maximum fun. Ta-da! Maximum worn-out cliches, you mean. Now, what I'm about to tell you is top secret, okay? Oh, hush, hush. <laughs> and if you tell anyone, I will never do your makeup again. Sometimes, and I do mean sometimes, it's a bit like going out with my mom. She keeps getting worried about me, and the parties, and the late nights, and the drugs, and all that stuff. Oh, I think it's far more complicated than that, girl. She's your Oedipus complex. Manifested as a detective, but in a young, sexy package. You'll need several shrinks and one hell of a lot of credits just to sort it out. Oh, so now you're a psychologist as well as a fashion designer. <laughs> in your dreams, baby. 
Anyway, I'm happy inside and that's what matters, isn't it? (sighs) Now enough about me. What about you and your crazy life? What's ticking in that head of yours? Well, it's a weird time to be honest. You know, I'm a girl who just loves occasional being a boy in my head with a body that's the other way around. I know I'm a girl really, but I am worried about coming out with it. Rudy thinks I'm just into drag. I don't want to hurt her. You're kidding me, right? You need to be 110% sure. But Rudy will be totally cool. Hell, she co-runs a gay pub and the drag shows. What's not to like? Look, I know I can't give advice, but it's what you want down inside that matters. It's your body and your life. Only you can sit in the driving seat. How did you make the decision? Oh, that's easy. I always knew right from the start. It was just when puberty kicked in. It freaked me out. I was becoming a person that I didn't want to be. The dysphoria was terrible. It was an itch that wouldn't go away. The only way to fix it was to become me. Well, it's a good thing too. You would be totally insufferable as a boy. You got that right. Look, gender identity and sexuality are like sliders. Everyone has a different combination. The lucky ones have the sliders set at the ends. It's easy. But if they're set in the middle, then things can get trickier. Everyone is different. Think about it and take your time. It's not to be rushed. Only when you're 100% certain, then go for it. You only need to know that this whole big family, Gander, Rudy, me, everyone, will love you no matter who or what you want to be. Look, don't sweat it. You'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, I guess. I kind of know I'm a girl inside, but I like a load of boy stuff too. At the moment, I don't want to choose, but I feel the moment is drawing closer. Well, cool. Let me know when you do make the decision. I'll be right behind whatever you want to do. Now, onto the more important stuff. Me. You know I've had career dysphoria, a similar issue over what to do with my career. It's nothing like as big as your decision. But you know, I've been wondering what to do since college. Tried various things, and I thought I was going to be a complete gypsy all my life. I initially did the Angel and May gig for a bit of a laugh. But Jude, incredibly, I'm starting to think this whole investigation thing is the one thing that I like. No, not your big thing. I don't believe it. Yes, big sis, believe it. I really think this is my big moment. Jeez, you're cynical for one so conflicted and with running mascara. (laughs) It's a new vampire look. Besides, it's good to spread the pain around. Your opinions don't count anymore because you've been a complete stranger for the last couple of months and you need punishing for abandoning your sister Jude. Guilty as charged, my lord. Yeah, lock her up immediately. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. I miss our little chats. You should pop over more. Shaz and Alex are cool. They don't mind most of the time if I have friends over in the office. Hell, we just enjoy chilling. Not much to do if there's no work on. We could max out your female thing. Think about it. We could jointly torture Zed. You with your full-on girl moves. Me with my sarcastic dry humour. His hormones will be popping so hard. It'll be fun to watch that play out. You know, you really are my evil twin sister. Naturally. It's my main talent. 
So look, I need to get back to the nasty business which brought me here in the first place. Okay, fire away. I'm feeling better. So did Monica say she had any new clients or any new people in her life? I've been racking my brains about that and the answer is definitely no. She seemed exactly the same. Her routine was the same. No new acquaintances, male or female. Okay then. Did she have any new presents that suddenly turned up? Like uh, expensive jewellery or anything? No, she was so broke. It wasn't funny. In fact, a couple of the girls gave her some money to pay the rent. That itself was a small miracle. She was always ready to help others, even if she didn't have very much herself. If this bunch of mean-ass queens chipped in, you have to be special. That takes some doing. So, going back to that night in the main bar, you were waiting to go on stage, right? Yes, well, that's not unusual, given that I'm a performer. Yeah. I grabbed the roster to look at the sequence. She was on before you. So that means she would have been working the bar whilst you were on. When you were up on stage, could you see the bar? Was she with anyone? Couldn't see diddly squat because of the lights. Bugger. I thought as much. But I have to ask anyway, just to be sure. Were there any different groups, any new clients propping the bar? Well, it was the usual crowd. Lots of the regulars, the oldies, and probably about 10 or 12 groups, some new. I didn't have time to clock the whole room. What about the cameras? Alex is reviewing them with Rudy. I hear that we're increasing the security significantly, by the way. Good, because the girls are nervous. I think it would be good if Gander came down and had a chat. You know, you should grab some of the regulars next time, interview them discreetly, and see if they have seen anything. Good idea. I'll mention it to the detectives, see what they think. Well, that's all the questions I can think of. It's been great chatting. I really miss you. And I'm sorry I've been a bit of a stranger these last couple of months. But I've had a lot of change in my life. Well, now you have invited me over, expect to see me soon, in your office. Oh, God, what have I done? Bad things, obviously. Rudy, how are you? I've just come over with some more camera feeds. Are we getting anywhere? Well, I've been running the cameras through the big screens, but they're not very good quality. They're really blurry. Look, to be honest, Alex, I think we're wasting our time with this video. Gander is authorizing a whole upgrade to the sensor suite throughout the public bars. Well, it's high time. I kept meaning to mention it, but then there's always other things to spend the money on. that you take a special interest in microsensors from what Sharrow was saying. Oh yeah, it's my second best interest after weaponry. Oh, and women, of course. Woman after my own heart. Well, apart from the girls, but there were a few moments. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, it's classified. So, where should we start? Well, I think perhaps we should get some catalogues and some room diagrams and get planning. We need to make sure we don't have any dead spots. It's going to take a swathe of cameras. What's the budget? You're going to like this. She had a funny turn then? Yes, indeed. Hold onto your hat. We have an unlimited budget. She said she wanted to get the bastard. Well, 
then we don't want this catalogue. We want the mil-spec one. We better see what we can do to help. Naturally. <laughs> Rudy, it feels like Christmas. Come in. Gander. Oh, you look tired. Mm, I am tired, Rudy. This whole business. We have a cuckoo's egg in our nest and we need to smoke it out. Well, that's why I'm here. Lots of things are happening. Alex and myself have gone through every public area in the inn and specified a suite of cameras, visual and infrared, all invisible. Look here. See, we have multiple cameras covering the bar area. That way we can see all the faces. And we have the same for the entrance corridors. Rudy, I feel partly responsible. I'm kicking myself. I should have upgraded those cameras last year. I was just too tight. Now one of our girls is dead, and horribly dead. Not peacefully laid to rest. Look, don't beat yourself up. You manage a tight ship here. If it wasn't for your careful management of very limited funds, we'd probably have gone under years ago. You keep this whole shit show on the road. This is your creation. You should be proud, not sad. Well, I am sad. Anyway, what can I do for you, Rudy? Well, I came to let you know that for the next couple of weeks, or until we have the bastard, Jacinta and Costas are going to be on the door. Jeez, I hope that doesn't scare the clients off. Or worse, the culprit. No, I've asked them to dress down. Look casual and play nice. I just want them there, so they can personally eyeball the clients. See if anything stands out. Okay, sounds good. Anything else? Well, yes, one idea. But I'm not sure how we implement it. Go on. Well, we need to smoke this evil cuckoo out. So, to do that, we need another person fitting the profile to match the modus operandi. A lure for the killer. Problem is, we need someone with personal fighting skills in case they get attacked away from our protection. Well, the killer targets drag queens, and we have a strictly limited supply of those. None of the girls have much in the way of combat training. They can swing a handbag with gusto, but I don't think that will be sufficient. Well, we need to think outside the box on this. I think they'll need more than a handbag swing. I've formed ten tag teams which will follow every staff member back to their accommodation. Discreetly, of course. If anyone is attacked on the way home, they will find they are fighting a small military regiment. That's very thoughtful, Rudy. It's a lot of troops for a potentially long commitment. Well, you formed the regiment, so the regiment is dedicated 100% to protecting their members, commissioned or otherwise, and the drag queens are considered family. Thank you. Really. I had another idea. It's a, it's a little more radical. How about we think the other way around? We get a soldier to pose as a queen. Place a cuckoo in the killer's nest. Ah, oh, that's a good idea. I, I can think of a few practical limitations. Hmm. We only have a couple of days until next Thursday. Combat troops don't disguise well as drag queens. It's the way they move. Morris would have to work his magic very rapidly. Why is Thursday important? Well, Monica disappeared on Friday. So she must have made contact after the Thursday night show. 
My thinking is that this person might come in again to see the drag shows on the Thursday, maintaining their pattern. I see. That does make it more urgent. Okay, let me think. Hmm. So, we go fishing. We set up a show, then get the prepared girls to hang at the bar to act as a lure. Killer makes move, killer gets caught. Simple! Not so simple, Gander. This killer is very cautious. I don't think he, or perhaps she, we can't assume it's a man, will fall for the act. We need to make the act convincing, and the Queen's convincing. Ah, yes. <laughs> Rudy and I have a brilliant idea. What? I'm not telling you. You will find out shortly, but it's certainly a twist. Girls, how are you? Oh, Gander, we are just distraught. We are all so afraid the killer is out there lurking, waiting to pounce. Well, that is quite understandable, girls. However, I would also point out that all the resources of the retrograde and the RCBS are also ready to pounce, not to mention our own independently developed handbag skills. I can't look at the Johns at all, Gander. I keep thinking that any of them might be planning to kill me. Please, Gander, can we just cancel the show for the time being? Well, I did think of that, but then this person would have won. They would also probably just go somewhere else. No, girls, we must be strong. You must show fortitude. The gay community will not be caught by this cowardly act. Anyway, you all know this is a hard business. Well, it just got harder, so man up. I can't force you to go out on stage, but I would urge you to think of poor Monica. The only way we can catch this bastard is to lure them to try and repeat the act. This also means we have to continue business as usual, as any change might frighten them off. I don't know, Gander. We're all scared. Let me reassure you that we have not sat here doing nothing. All the security has been significantly upgraded. We have increased the RCBS presence, and we will be ready this time. I will not have any of my family threatened. Do you understand? Yes, Gander, but... No buts, girls. No buts. You need to be brave. Now, where is Maurice? In the small bar getting a coffee from Ghost. Good. Well, okay then. And don't you girls worry at all. Mother Gander and the RCBS are now watching over you. This killer doesn't stand a chance. Ghost and Maurice. I hope you're both well. No, not really, Gander. It's been a hell of a week. My emotional circuits have been working very hard this week. I feel like we've been violated. Yes, that is a very apt description, my friends. But it is time for us to strike back. You're probably aware of some of the moves, but let me tell you, we have a number of ideas. We will never get poor Monica back. But it's our duty to prevent such a terrible tragedy happening again. Now, if I could just steal Maurice from your ghost to assist on one small point. Would you like a coffee? I have one on the go. Actually, I think that's a very good idea. Thank you, ghost. So, how does this humble servant assist in a military operation to capture a killer? Well, we need to tempt this cuckoo, force it to break disguise, and then sweep in and neutralize the bad bird. So, 
I have an idea of putting on a show, but one with a difference. Why do I have a feeling that I'm not going to like this? You never like any of my show suggestions, so what's new? Now, we need to insert a combat-capable drag performer into your troupe. Oh, no, no, not just Sinter or Costas. It would be disastrous. Gandhi, do you have any idea how tricky an introduction of a completely new act will be? Well, yes, I do, but we have no choice, do we? But all that stomping around in hobnail boots does not make for the elegant movements required. Well, unless we are doing springtime for Hitler, which I really don't think will go down well in a gay pub. We will need balletic movements, smooth and gentle. I really don't think two thugs who like five-a-side soccer are going to have the requisite skills. Yacinda and Cosses are not thugs. They have their gentle, vulnerable side. Where? Yes, well, uh, I can't think of where just at the moment, but they do. Anyway, I wasn't thinking of those two. I had a brainwave. Oh dear, I knew this was coming. I find your brainwave stressful. So, what's this brainwave then? Well, what do you think of a double act? Double the trouble, you mean? Well, I happen to know that a certain Ms. May plays the piano. At least she mentioned she had piano lessons at school. Yes, but that's not really playing the piano, is it? It's just making some horrible noises. Well, it's a start. Then I thought of perfectly marvelous from Cabaret. It's short, can be played on a synth piano, and it's easy to sing. No, no. Oh, really, Gander? That means you think that Alex will be the other performer. Well, she is young, has a good body, long legs, and is combat trained. But Gander... Maurice, you are a professional. You could train monkeys to perform. Look, is it really so hard? Will you do it for me? More importantly, will you do it for Monica? Yes, but the work with the umbrella, it's tricky. It takes time to perfect. These two monkeys are detectives, not performers. Well, it's all we have. So you better get to it. We are on a tight timeline here. I need you to smoke at this killer before we lose more performers. I asked around, made a few calls, and I discovered something very disturbing. I don't think I'm going to like this either. Let me guess, others have gone missing. Exactly. This killer has operated out of other clubs in New London. Two other performers were found with the same modus operandi. If we don't put a stop to this, it's going to happen again. So, chop chop! No complaints. We need these monkeys dancing and singing beautifully by next Thursday, or we are in big trouble. This episode was produced by Melanie Blizzard and written by Melanie Blizzard. The voices you have heard were Adney Ekendeo playing Sophie, Barry Howarth playing Maurice, Chun Wei Sin playing Candy. Helen Akandeo playing Alex and Rita. Joanne Oliver playing Rudy. Vivian Braybrook playing Gander. Mitzi Clifford playing Ghost. Angel and May is produced by a not-for-profit actors group. Any funds contributed via Patreon will be 100% allocated to future products.